Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are bringing you that beachy new analysis. Hey friends, I'm Renmardia. My name is Brennan, and welcome back to week six of Paradise. A week we could have skipped. Honestly, like we were just kind of doing a recap before the recap, and nothing really happened. Um, And even when something did happen, they didn't take the cameras with them. So I don't really know. I felt like this week was just something they're just dragging it along. Next week looks a little more interesting. This week was ridiculous. Yeah, maybe maybe there was fun way. Maybe there was too much to do it in three hours, but not enough to do it in five. I feel like they should have led with the storm, honestly, or something. I I, I mean, they probably couldn't, but like still, if the storm had been like, you know what, gonna lead into this, that would have been great. Like, they should have ended last week with the storm to be continued, you know? That would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of silly. But, yeah. So, we... Things have calmed down. Like, the storm of Brendan and Piper have left the, the island. And, yeah, now we have the calm before the actual storm. Uh, Well, we start this episode with... uh. Joe and Serena, uh, they've just told each other they're falling falling in love with each other, which, as we said as many times, means absolutely nothing. Right. Okay, that's the thing, too. I was thinking last night when I was watching, everybody says, I'm falling in love with you. It's almost like they're giving themselves an out to be like, yeah. I said I was falling. I didn't say I was in love. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like and that gets on my nerves hearing them say that. But what else are they supposed to I mean that. they there's not really a whole lot of things they can say to show anything. I don't know. I guess, but I feel like if you're on paradise and you're already coupled up with someone, it's not like you're waiting for someone else. It's not like you that person's competing against somebody else for your final rose, you know, like you're coupled up. Yeah. This is your person on the island, and hopefully thereafter. So I feel like there's a little bit more leeway to say I love you as opposed to Katie and Greg and Katie trying to explain the rules of the show to someone. Right. right. I don't know. Uh, so she's watching them have a great time. Everyone is just sitting around talking about how cute they are. And then she just clearly holding back tears gets up and walks away she she goes and talks to I feel bad for her oh dude this is rough but like as i tweeted last night like it was pretty if he was going to leave serena for you he would have done it so like why are you still here i mean that's very true that's a very good question because if you if if he was going to he would have by now Mm -hmm. he's not going to talk to you about getting back together and then continue to date Serena and make out with her and lay around on day beds with her and then at the last minute get back with you. If he was going to, he was going right. to. Right. Right. Which I mean, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I guess she had to see it like that in order for it to be like completely to realize it was completely done. Um, but like I told Brennan before this show started, we started recording. I don't even remember where I was, but I walked in just at the point where Kendall was hugging Joe and was like, deuces. So, Brendan, I'm going to need you to recap on this recap for me. Along okay, with so the you, the you, you will be part of the audience except yeah. right here. Okay. I'm going to, so. I'm going to walk out into the metaphorical audience and take my metaphorical seat Okay, sounds good. Okay, so... And, uh, yeah. Kendall goes to talk to Wells. Uh, Kendall asks him, have you ever watched your ex kiss someone in front of you? Uh, he says, uh, no, I have not. And she says that I don't recommend it. <laughs> which I thought was... <laughs> That's funny. I, I, I enjoyed that. And then, uh, Wells asked her, what's the plan going forward? Kendall says, I'm not really... Sh-. He, she says she wants to talk to Joe. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's she, she ends up talking to Joe and says, it's been really hard. I loved the way that we used to be, 
I still feel like you are my best friend, you know, all Joe can do. And then all Joe can do is listen. Like he's mm. just like watching her pour out her heart. And then they, they chat for a little bit longer and uh, she starts to cry. He says, it's fine. I'm here for you. And then he keeps saying, I know you're going to be okay. And, uh, he, she eventually asks, he, she asked him, sorry, he asked her why she came. Okay. And basically Ooh, it was. Case of the truth. Like, I'm interested in hearing, like, the raw Because basically it was, I didn't think things were over. And she asked him why he was here. And he said, because I thought things were over. Oh. And he said, I okay. thought you felt that way too. So that's that's an interesting choice for her, them both to make. Like that's an in, and it's an interesting move for her to make. Both make sense. I mean, for him to think that they're over, so cool, green light, I can go meet somebody else, and it makes sense for her to show up, hearing that he's going to be there to be like, listen, I'm going to try this out again. But continue. I feel like he made a good point though at the end of all of this. Yeah. Let me pull up the exact quote. The exact quote yeah. is, uh, to be honest, I came out here because I knew it was over between us. If I didn't feel that, I wouldn't have come. I was also kind of under the impression that you felt the same way. You're a big part of my life, and I'm always going to care about you. Hmm. So, what? I mean, they had been, they had been broken up for a while, over a year. Yeah. And if they hadn't if they hadn't talked much, what was Joe to think that what you don't break up with someone and then not talk to them and then assume that you're still in love with each other. Mhm. And I did think it was really interesting too to go back to when she first arrived on the island, remember and she was saying like it's just hard to go from someone being there with you every day to not talking to you, you not being there and when he was like that's not the full story like i really i really do enjoy how joe doesn't let the cameras change reality for him i Mm. feel like he's like let's call it what it is like we did try again we did talk and then we parted ways you know and i think Um, i think what it really comes down to is that uh what it comes down to is that Joe knew that Kendall didn't love him enough to try mm-hmm. Chicago. And without that, there wasn't anything to change. Yeah. Like yeah. Ken, Kendall, Kendall thought that there was a Kendall thought that Joe was just being silly and that she was eventually going to break down and move to LA and he wasn't going to like that that's sad because Joe I mean you know how I feel about grocery Joe I love him but it it it's sad to know that you had someone really good and to lose them for something like that like I think that she knows like and you could tell Mm -hmm. You could see it in her face, like at least when I finally turned it on, um, (laughs) that she had lost him. um, And it was hard for her to let him go. You know, it was like, it was like, it's like, um, like having something in your grasp and then like it slipping through your fingers and you knowing that you can't grip it. It's just, it's over. Yeah. And so it's sad, like, because he's so good. Mm -hmm. He's really kind. He's a good dude. And she's a good person, you know, like. She's a good woman, so it's it's sad because they are they are really sweet, um, I think, and it's just they're just not, you know, they're not together anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, but uh, she, they give they hug each other one more time. He she goes and tells bye to uh, Becca and Tia. She has a conversation with Ivan. And they hug. Which I mean, like, I feel like I feel like she could have left the island without even seeing Ivan. He would have been like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> yeah, they they give you, they have a conversation, they hug, and then she leaves, and is uh, pretty emotional in uh, in the SUV. 
So here's where, like I said, I turn it on whenever Joe and Kendall were hugging. Um, and I think that his, his, uh, his like interview, whatever they call it, you know, the ITMs. Um, what is it? The ITMs. What does that mean? Again? In the moment. In the moment. Okay. So like his ITM, like he says, um, you know, he said that if Kendall really wanted me back, she could have told me before the show. Yeah. And so, and that was such a point of reality. I think like, like I said, Joe, Joe's always keeping it real. He doesn't let the cameras like take away or distort reality. And he said, if she really wanted me back, she could have told me that before the show. And then he said, I think one of the most heartbreaking things, he said, it's a shame because I really did love her. Yeah. Like I really did love her. And that made, that was the part that like for missing their entire conversation, I'll go back and I'll probably cry when I watch it or something. But to hear him say that about her and how real that was, like I, if I were her, that would break me even more. Yeah. Like hearing that, you know, um, but yeah, like he says, he really did love her. And if she had told him before the show, he probably, who knows, who knows what would have happened. Yeah. But she waited until they got on TV and he had already found somebody. I mean, who she was knows? already there and the producers were like, hold on, Kendall, yeah, hold who, on. Who knows how this goes differently if she's in the first group? Yeah, honestly, because if she came down the first time or in the second wave of people or something like that, you know, before he really got in or with Serena, like he, it probably would have been more of a love triangle. But because Joe, Joe is kind and, and faithful, even to someone who he's not necessarily like committed to in real life yet, you yeah. know, but is willing to because he's falling in love with her. You know, he, he's a one woman kind of guy. Yeah, and I think that's great. So, um, so we kind of we really need to remember the uh, the unfor the uh, forgotten loser in this situation, which is Ivan, who mm. now who had a rose, and now does not. But desperate times call for desperate measures, though. I'll just say that as a foreshadowing. Well, yeah, foreshadowing <laughs> foreshadowing for sure. And then we get little John. He comes out. Let's us know that he has some new guys coming on. And it's Damar and Ed from Tasha's season. Uh, they are running in the sand in their tennis shoes. As, as it felt one, like the as longest run to me ever. But then I realized they were just like repeating it on loop. You know, like yeah. they were just showing them run and pose the same thing over and over while everybody talked about their pecs, you know, and their lap. And their whatever their traps <laughs> that yeah. Tasha was talking about. Uh, yeah, I love this quote from uh, from Aaron. He says they obvious they obviously look shredded. They look great. They may or may not be oiled up. Ed's legs are like two thick Christmas hams. They're absolutely massive. They would feed a whole village of cannibals. Aaron, oh Aaron, I I've become to really enjoy Aaron's quips. Aaron's clips are funny. Also, he, do you follow him on Instagram? I don't. Well, we do on our podcast. Sure. <laughs> on our podcast Instagram. And he is pretty funny. Yeah, he's a I funny guy. Say. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's pretty funny. Annoyingly insecure when it comes to things in this Bachelor Nation universe. But all in all, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I just... There's got to be something to him. Because, like, he just, like, loses his mind out of nowhere. Honestly. I mean, and when you really think about it, though, it's pretty on brand because that's how we met him. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally losing his mind on Cody, unbeknownst to us, someone that was shady, may or may not have been shady from back home, who we all still didn't know and still, to this day, probably don't care. But Not in the slightest. Aaron, Aaron loses his mind on people. Loses it real quick. Yeah. Uh, they, Ed and Damar show up. Uh, Damar pulls Marissa first, which was interesting. What did you think I, about Ed showing up? I was, <laughs> I was unfortunately disappointed in his, 
Because, like, he he pulled him, he made himself, you know, he had some good lines mm-hmm. in Tasha's season, and he just didn't deliver any of them. So if you're not going to deliver, if, if you're the funny guy, and you're not going to deliver lines, then why are you here? That's, I still don't understand it. Like if, if Aaron's not going to be funny, then why is Aaron here? But Aaron is right. being funny, so he's delivering on his end of the bargain. He came here I to be funny and explosive, Ed. and he's done both. I don't understand who Ed is. I don't understand what he does. <laughs> I don't either. he's kind of funny. Like, even on, like, we'll get to this, but, like, even on the date, like, I feel like he just, like, I was like, are you funny? I can't tell. It's really difficult to tell. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but, yeah, when Ed when Ed arrived, though, I literally was like, oh, my gosh, Ed. Because yeah. <laughs> I just uh, remember Temptation <laughs> season just being like, whatever. <laughs> uh, Damar pulls Marissa first, which is, which I'm just like, okay. But then, but then Becca lets us know that Marissa was looking for Damar. Yeah. So that adds an extra layer of things. Uh, and then Damar pulls Chelsea to chat. And we only see Ed talk to Natasha. Yeah, I was wondering if Ed had pulled anybody else. It's, again, it's like the setup of like, Natasha, something has to work for Natasha. So somebody just go for Natasha. And I just don't want it to also feel like it's, like if I were Natasha, I would want somebody to want to be there for me. Yeah. Like Marissa was talking about with Damar, when Damar tells her, actually, I wanted to be here. I wanted you to be here. You know, I wanted to meet you, mm-hmm. which is interesting because Marissa was only in night one of Peter's season. Yeah. And then so and I remember Marissa because of how much you raved about how pretty you thought she was. And then she was boop, gone. <laughs> I just I don't know what happened. But, um, <laughs> well, you know, here she is getting her grocery store Joe limelight. So that's true. You know, good things happen. Um, um But yeah. Ed and Tasha, huh? Ed and Natasha. I kind of felt that coming, but I was still like, hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't think it really means anything to anybody. If Natasha no. hadn't gone through the worst drama this season, then this would be a date that nobody would have talked about. Right. Scale of one to ten, how much do you think that Doctor Joe actually cared? I I definitely six seven. I don't feel like Joe would do something. Joe does not seem like he cares that much to just do what producers ask him to do. Joe is a respected doctor. Okay, that's a good point. Joe's a respected <laughs> doctor, and was at one point like a super like was like in a back magazine of eligible people of New York. That's right. So he's he's not he's not gonna be Connor or Aaron. He's not gonna come here and be like, oh, who do you want me to take out, Mister Producer Man? Yeah. He felt Connor esque when uh, our girl Natasha said yes to that bit that Ed he pulls out his ukulele. And he was right, and I love how Joe was like, I saw him walking up and down the beach in a banjo or something. <laughs> I was like, Joe doesn't even know what that is still. But um, he's, just, he's like Joe. Yeah. It's the second guy to have one. Pull it together. Know what that is? Right. He said a banjo or something. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I I mean I don't know. I, when I was watching it, I was kind of like, mm, does he really care though? Yeah. Uh, let's get to the date. Uh, Natasha and Chelsea are painting pictures of the guys. Who are in their shorts but pretending that they're not in shorts. That's what was dumb. Because every time with that leaf, that's what was weird, because you saw their shorts. Yeah. I, so I was like, yeah. why are you putting the leaf over them? And then after they painted their pictures, they painted their pictures, they painted them for a little bit, and then they both chatted with their people. And they didn't even mm-hmm. show Damar talking to Chelsea. I don't think. Okay. I was wondering. I was like, what's their connection like? Like, I don't even know what. Clearly didn't mean anything. 
Right. Um, you show up this late in the game, anticipate that you're not going to mean much to audiences. No. Like, I mean, uh, come on. And you're not going to uh, also, you're also not going to mean much to this recap. Right. I did think that two things I learned though. One, Natasha is an attention to detail person because she sure did paint those um, abs for mm-hmm. show. And it was a good, that was a, you know, like it was, it was, that was a good amateur you know, picture she painted. So um, that's my lesson number one. Lesson two that I had, Ed has blue eyes. Didn't realize Ed had blue eyes. I I probably noticed, but I didn't think about it. He has blue eyes, which I mean, does he still look like a member of the New Kids on the Block from 1993? Yes, he does to me. (laughs) <laughs> I've he seemed to have bulked up some more, and I've moved him from the category of new kids on the block to uh, JUCO football player who didn't who didn't stay on the team because he hurt his shoulder. Oh, okay, okay, I can see that. I can see that. But still, maybe JUCO but, football player didn't stay on the team because he hurt his shoulder, so he joined a boy band. <laughs> He's just too bulky for a boy band. Demar gives off more boy band because Demar is chiseled. He's yeah. strong, but he's chiseled. But Ed is just bulky. Like yeah. there's just a lot but of. That's what happened with um. Oh gosh, what's his name? Drew Drew Lachey. Any degrees? He was the bulky one. He was the he was the one who was like super fit. I mean, so it was Nick Lachey, but like Drew Lachey was like really like he was short. I just feel like he's. Wrestler. I feel like he's too built. For that, but yeah, I really don't want to keep Maybe, talking about. Also, that. we didn't see Ed without his shirt a lot during Tasha's season. That's true. So maybe that's it too. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, honestly, Ernie, I just want to move on. Can we stop talking? About <laughs> no one cares about it. I really don't care. Uh, Mari and Kenny <laughs> get their first date, and they show up, and they're gonna eat. They're gonna make and then eat tacos off their naked bodies. And this was. Gross and like not interesting in the slightest. So I'm just confused because in the first segment, on the first date, you have people pretending to be naked, putting a leaf like over their genitals, but they're wearing shorts. Yes. Then you have two people eating tacos off of each other with uh, the same kind of leaf over their genitals. But only they're really naked. I'm so confused about the decisions of Bachelor Nation. Sometimes. I don't know. Well, basically, what they did was they built tacos on them, on them, and then spread guac and sour cream on their body. When Kenny put that sour cream on Mari's eggs, though, and that was like the runniest sour cream ever. I was like, "This is gross!" Like, I can't. I just can't, man. Like, I, I like can't my do sour it. cream to be at least like a little whip, not just like set out, like set in the fridge for like a week, you know, and then just dumped on me. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, they they do this date, and then they go and chat, and during their chat, uh, Kenny says. A lot of words. Mm-hmm. And then eventually says, I'm falling in love with her. But before we get, do we want to do that and then Tia and James random thing? Or Tia and James random thing and then go back to the date? Um, let's let's come to Tia and James real quick. Okay. Tia and James, they, uh, James has some paintings. One a decent version of the New York skylight. Yeah. yeah. And the Do you other. Think he painted that? No, 100% he did not. 100% he <laughs> did not. I was going to say, I do not for a second believe that James painted any of these things. Not even the stuff. He did, he, and he didn't. So he was comparing their, sm- their towns where he's from New York and she's from a small town of Wiener, Arkansas that has one stoplight. Mm-hmm. And then this was basically, honestly, I did not think that this was going to be 
anything whatsoever. But I feel like it sealed James's rose. I think so too. And this was the is... saddest thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, because everything, everything like this to me is a ripoff of um, what Zach did for Tasha with the New York City taxi thing. Yeah, I don't know why. Because everything it is. after that is a straight ripoff. Because I feel like every guy saw that and was like, "That's a good idea." I'm going to just lead with that and then put my own spin on it. Yeah. So <laughs> he basically takes this opportunity to, he could just have asked her about her small town. He didn't have to have bad paintings. No. And a bad explanation too that rambled on because when yeah. he was talking, I literally was like, okay. Like he, he, could have just, he could have just said at the bar and said, Hey, tell me more about where you're from. Right. Like, I kind of felt like in this moment, she didn't even know him. He was just like a, a boy from her class that sits a couple seats behind her. And it's just like, hey, so I heard this about you. Right. <laughs> even I'm... though they were kind of talking before hot, you know, tatty daddy showed up. You know, I I don't know. I just felt like, I was like, does she even know James? <laughs> well, this seems to be, I... What I will say about this was I wish I had met Tia because if this is what it takes to get Tia happy about someone, I could have been married to Tia because this was like <laughs> so easy. Yeah. This just is ask her about, just now. ask her about the tiny crappy city that she's from and pretend like you care a little bit. But that yeah that's her thing though as we've come to learn about our girl tia is that you just need to show that you actually care because words don't they only matter so much but you like you need to show that you actually care and james showed that he cared about the details not just the fraction well unfortunately for james he does not make her genitalia dance i was gonna say are, can, you, can you say it i'm not it? no i'm not i refuse <laughs> but uh blake does but he doesn't but she also mm-hmm. kind of seems to want it to dance for james it's like she wants she wants it to learn to dance yeah she's just all about the dance she's like what you know he and, and kindness Kindness like this will probably make it dance a little. I don't yeah. know. I mean, what well, hasn't? Um, it hasn't yet, but she's hoping that it might. Right. So I think that there's a just like totally burped. I think that there's a good chance the da- like the dance itself is not over. The island no. dance is not no, over. No, it's definitely not over. So, but we'll just have to see how the rest turns out. Uh, we, how okay. If you're James, though, and you do end up with Tia, or if you're James and you don't even end up with Tia, but you, you're watching this back, and you hear that you don't make her vagina dance, oh, I said it. <laughs> but, like, how do you feel? Like, I'd be like, wah, wah, okay, that sucks. I'm not hot. Or, like, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. What... I think either way, James is doing all right. It's true. It's true. He. If he have you, have you seen? It, people love James. Did you see the Instagram pictures that went viral of his hair not completely slicked? His messy hair. Yes. I. He should have yeah. worn that every day. I know. Like I. I like it. Zoe it said, "My wife sent it to me. She goes, this is a lot better. Uh, this is a much improvement.' I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He looks great." He just, but it's like he he yeah. went into he went into Katie's season being Jay Gatsby, yeah. and he could just he could just not stop being Jay Gatsby. Like, and he had said something like, um, "Oh, what was it?" He said that this is why I, this is why I put it back because like it looks it looks like a mess, you know, or something. Uh, I'm looking for a picture of it. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Mari and Kenny while you pull that up. But yeah, I just think that was funny though. Yeah, when I saw it. I was like, Whoa. Uh, 
Mari and Kenny are chatting at their date. Uh, and Kenny says, for me, I was all about you immediately for some reason. I know we've sort of talked about, we've started talking about it like the future. It doesn't scare me to talk about stuff. And uh, then he says, I don't know how you feel, but like, I do feel like I am going to, or I'm falling in love with you. Uh, that was his quote. Like that, I I honestly. This is someone who doesn't tell people he loves them, clearly. Like he said that he doesn't, right. but this proves everything I needed to know about Kenny. Kenny is the opposite of the 40-year-old version. He's the 40-year-old F-boy. <laughs> he just, yeah, like he could, he had a lot of trouble getting it out. For sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we got what he was saying. She got what he was saying, you know, and she's yeah. like, well, which I was happy for Mari in that moment. Yes. Because it's been a long journey she, for she's Mari. Taken, she is, she has yelled at people. She has thrown cakes and fire. She has, you know, made one, one slip up led to a whole beach full of drama. For yes. like a couple of weeks for us. Yeah, so she's... And she got him back. Yeah, she says, I'm falling in love with you too. And then he says at the end, to have her say it back, that's what drives me to really consider the engagement part of this. We are falling in love with each other. I don't know if they should be engaged yet. I would say, leave the beach together. Let it all sink in, you know? Because I think that those two are very passionate I think that they're very attracted to each other. I do think that the connection, I don't know if they should be engaged yet. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, it's definitely... I mean, it's probably it's probably too early for people who have been together the whole time, but they definitely have not been together the full time. Right. Yeah. I mean, she did mention that if they hadn't gone through that whole thing, she... It took seeing him with somebody else to make her realize that she didn't want to let him go. But True. still, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was, it's still, it's definitely weird. Uh, we get to a con- we cut to a conversation with Riley and Marissa. Learn These little- two, I believe. Oh, for sure. We learn a little bit more about a little bit more about Riley. Marissa basically is like, "I need you." to open up and show emotion because she asked him what he would have said or done if she had gone on that date with Damar. And, uh, he said, I wouldn't have liked it, but you probably wouldn't have known it. I probably wouldn't have said when he said that. Yeah. I was worried that she was going to be like, all right, never mind. Yeah. He continues. I probably wouldn't have said nothing until later. And then she says, that's not good. You got to tell me how you feel. I mean that. Yeah. There, there's the problem, Riley. This is the second season where the crux of the season has come down to the fact that you're on a show where you have to show an aggressive amount of emotion early, and you're mm-hmm. showing zero of it. Yeah, yeah. Because, like she said, like they're really obviously they have a physical connection. Yeah. But she wanted. She really did like the idea. Or the fact that Damar was like, I came here to meet you, you know, and even though Riley didn't anticipate her at first, mm-hmm. like she wants to hear him say, like, I'm here for you, like this me and you, yeah. um, you know, I want to be with you. So, yeah, um, I did like how she got him to open up. Yes. So I, mean- I didn't expect him to open up to that level of opening up, which is some of the things he was saying, we, as viewers already knew from Tasha's season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of like seeing a little bit more. Yeah, we're, what... we're building. Yeah. Um, so I was glad that we circled back or he circled back to that story and he shared that with her. Remember the lie detector? When that was found crazy. Out that wasn't really his name. Yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, um, he, but, yeah, yeah. I want to go through some of the things he said because I think it was a really interesting conversation. He says, 
I don't want you to worry about anything or anybody else coming in here and taking me away from you. It's not going to happen. Uh, he says, my parents got divorced when I was super young, and I remember the way my dad treated my mom. I remember how, essentially, he kept me and my brother away from her. It kind of shook me up. And then he says, mm -hmm. I took the better part of this year to figure myself out. Where my father went wrong with our family, where I went wrong with him. He, and then he just, he didn't know how to, basically what he said was he didn't know how to t be a parent and take care of him, his family. And then he's worried because he said that his mom says that they're a lot alike. Mm, and this whole right. time he's yeah. breaking down. This was this was yeah. this was rough. Yeah, it was it was rough, but it was so authentic. Yeah, I, I like, watched this part. I watched this part twice. Yeah. This I really did appreciate. Like a lot of things can be manufactured on the beach and Bachelor Nation, you know created um but this was a moment that hey we like i said we already knew these are the story from tasha's season so it was still kind of fresh from last summer for us yeah but he got to elaborate on it so it was like tying those two seasons together in this one person mm -hmm. that you know viewers have grown to yeah. really be attached to and like root for him and like him he's yeah. a really great guy um, so it, it just made it all that more real yeah. hearing something like this. He says, it scares me a bit to know that even though he did everything in his power, he doesn't have a relationship with his children and he lost his wife. Yeah. So this was, this was hard, man. I did not, yeah. I did not want, did not enjoy that conversation. Although that it was very good that they had it. I didn't enjoy it. And Marissa mm -hmm. seems, this seems to be all Marissa wanted. Was I want you to yeah. show emotion. I want you to use your words and tell me how you feel. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that he didn't put up, like, unless they edited it out, he didn't, he didn't, like, drag it on and hold, like, build up these walls. It was like she, it was like he, he was reading what she wanted. You know, he was able to pick up on where, like, at least something. And, you know, and he, just opened up you know yeah. like it, it's just like he he read that in her like her nonverbal cues like she was telling him one thing and like i want to hear that tell me how you feel and he just immediately zoned in on okay you want to know how i feel here's who i am and i thought that was that says a lot about how much he trusts her and loves her yeah uh he says she says i want you to be my man i know i'm falling in love with you he says it back, and then I presume that they take the other boom boom room that uh, Mari and Kenny are not occupying. For sure, for sure, one hundred percent. The cute thing though that she, what was it, um, Riley? And he said this also last summer, but he talked about um, how he wants like a wife and kids and a family to take care of and everything. And he envisions this thing on Sunday mornings, like making breakfast and everything. Yeah. And he sees her being that woman, you That's know, awesome. and she did say something really cute on Instagram earlier. I don't remember the exact quote, but she said something like she had always growing up. She didn't like Sundays because it was closer to the work week and school and everything. Uh, oh, here it is. She says, I used to hate Sunday mornings because it means you're one day closer to the beginning of the work week. Now they aren't sounding so too bad. That's nice. And I was like, that's really cute. I hope that's I hope that's also like a um a nod to the fact that they're still together post. I hope so too. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I hope but so yeah. too. Uh yeah, I think they're great. We cut to the next morning. Everyone's preparing for a rose ceremony, except we're not getting one. Right. A couple course. producers show up, let us know. I know you are all expecting there to be a cocktail party and a rose ceremony tonight. Unfortunately, that will not be happening. There's a dangerous tropical storm rapidly approaching, and as of an hour ago, it's headed straight for us. So for the safety of all you guys, our staff, and our crew, we are recommending that we evacuate immediately. Man. Uh, as I had a conversation on Twitter last night, with a floor with someone from Florida, a Floridian, I'm just like, it's a tropical storm. It's not a f cat, cat five. Yeah, 
Like you could mm-hmm. you could tell the people who were panicking were were landlocked people. Yeah. Because the, the idea of a tropical storm. Yeah. The meme that you sent me, um, like don't panic, then it's like Tia completely panicked. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Tia's I mean, like, uh, my biggest worry was who I was gonna eat my roast to. Now I'm just trying to survive. It's like, <laughs> Tia might die today. And I'm like, Tia, unless you're in the water on a boat, and not even a boat, but just like a rowboat, you're probably gonna be fine. Yeah, tropical storms but don't kill. They're their living quarters and everything. They're like basically. Well, yeah, but I'm just like as soon as they decided to evacuate, they were y'all fine. Y'all are gonna be okay. Yeah, but like Joe's like I may never see her again. Just like. Okay. Yeah, that's what I didn't get when everybody was saying their goodbyes and they were all flipping out. Like I thought, I literally was like <laughs> under the impression that y'all are gonna go to a hotel. Yes. You're not going home. Because A, they already told you it's a tropical storm. B, uh, do you think you're going to fly out in the middle of a storm? Like, I don't know what y'all think, but like, they're literally just taking you from one location to the next. I also don't understand why they couldn't ride with their um, beachy significant others. Because we have to remember, Ernie, that (laughs) part of the show is you... When you're separated, you're separated by gender. Like, I was like, what is this, youth group? Like, what's going on? I mean, I, it's, in that sense, I think, yes. Like, they're definitely. Yeah, like, what? Just Joe and Serena, why don't we sit next to each other in the van? Like, what's going on? Well, if, if you notice, they kept separating them. They were separating them into separate vans. Yeah. Like, Kenny and Mario are freaking out, you know? These people were just like, like are, their love stories were just, your love story isn't over. You're not dead. Right. Like, Kitty and Mario were killing me because he's like, oh, like, I, I might not see her again. I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> I will see her again. Also, if you just told somebody that you're falling in love with them and then you fly out, like, if, if you are leaving the beach, do you literally just get home and be like, oh, my gosh, I was really in love with her. That's a shame. Like, no, you would literally call the producer and be like, okay, what was her number or something, vice versa. I'm pretty sure you can find her on Instagram. I'm pretty sure you can find them on Instagram. Right. Y'all are already following each other on Instagram. Like, Uh, come on, DM or something. They show some pretty incredible storm footage. Yeah. Which, I don't know how they got it, but it was pretty cool. I don't know if it was from there or if it was all lies. Right. I am inclined to believe that it was all lies. I think that was clips from the Weather Channel over the years. Very well could have been. Uh, they they just, and then the next segment, they just come back to the beach. And this is when I texted you, and I was like, how long were they gone? Because I just sent back, I, I, I don't know, a couple days maybe. Because I love how the, the thing that made me think about it is the fact that Serena showed up and her hair was totally straight and not curly. I noticed I that. Was that was like, interesting. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So y'all have some time. Um, and I did see somebody had said on Instagram, they're like, oh, what a wonder and a difference some AC and some hotel living will do for you. <laughs> you know? Well, when you're, when you're like, used no, to the no sad beaches like, of Sayulita. Yeah. You're no longer like look, living like uh, a bougie person on Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they got to have that AC. Got to probably sit around in some plush robes. But my goodness, y'all, don't act like you're not going to a hotel and all of you guys are going to be together yeah come on. uh we come back to the beach everyone gets unpacked and then we start causing trouble really quickly uh tia talks to blake about how like she she says i want to be pursued i want to be chosen uh he immediately flips his lid says there's nothing yeah. i want more out of this leaving with you than leaving with you like what more do you need to hear from me what did you think of this whole conversation? Uh, 
Blake does not make effort. And he's hot enough that no one's ever asked him to. Because it was interesting, even when she walked up, you know, when she was talking to, was it him and Ivan? Yeah. Like, uh, even when she walked up, he didn't make, like, he wasn't, like, he, he didn't move over to talk to her. Or even when they were sitting and uh, Don was asking them about their time. And he's like, Tia, girl, you don't know who you're going to give your rose to. Uh he wasn't sitting next to her. He wasn't near her. He just let her be, be there. Was she, was she by yeah. James? I think it was. I think she was like near ish James, but like not, yeah. but she, he says, if you tell me what you want from me, I literally would do anything in the world. And then Tia says, all I need, all I needed was for you to act like you gave two F's for like two seconds. When we first got down here, that's it. I mean, Yeah. I mean, what she's asking for, once again, is not crazy. Like, pretend you care about her hometown. Right. Like, that's that's what's weird. And that's what I'm saying. That he makes her feel one way, for sure. Yeah. But all she wants to, like, all she wants to know is that somebody cares. Because that being hot and, like, being a tatty daddy, isn't, like, isn't going to get you to, like, spending the rest of your life with someone. No. Uh, they go back and forth with basically the same thing. Make an effort. How do, what do you want me to do? Make an effort. What do you want me to do? Back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then it was they, annoying because he wasn't, he was getting it. He was not getting it. Like if she has to tell you, it doesn't mean anything. So, uh, after that all goes down, uh, Ivan, Aaron, Ivan and Aaron are chatting. And basically, Ivan's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is what I don't understand. And this is where we're coming to a close. But our boy, Ivan, saunters up to this table with James and Aaron. Yeah. And is just like, yeah, guys, at this point, it's not like I'm trying to steal anybody's rose. I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, Kendall's gone. And so I'm just going to wait this one out. So Aaron, being the chill guy that he is when he's sensing any sort of threat or insecurity he's like yeah man totally get it (laughs) (laughs) well aaron clearly does not feel the same way because he makes a makeshift runaway for him and chelsea and they have a good time together as he tries to seal his rose yeah which i mean i did think this is interesting so was it ivan or james that asked if aaron actually was into chelsea I think it was James, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he was like, yeah, I don't know if he's actually actually into her. Yeah, I don't know if he's actually into her or he's just, you know, trying to to get his rose. Um, But, but yeah, which I I did think they were, you know, obviously, like I said, I think that she does bring something out in him. She showcases his humor. Yes. Because we that's when that's when I realized that he's funny is when he was on his date with her. Yeah. Um, so there's something to their connection. For sure. Uh well they have their moment and then Ivan follows up that moment with his own moment where they chat for a few minutes and then they get a little flirty and then they make out. She said I love when she calls him, she's like, Yeah, we're homies. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then she's like, oh, I didn't mean to immediately like friend zone you or anything. <laughs> uh, Aaron immediately, as Aaron does frequently, loses his mind. He says, bro. I mean, if you were Aaron, though, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. But like, this has just become his calling card. Yeah. He says, bro, okay. he just lied to me. I will slap that stupid little beard off his face. He's so personal. He could could pointed and personal so, it really kiss. does i would never want aaron to be mad at me he would insult every little stupid detail about me that i didn't care about uh he says hey ivan quick word bro and then says come the here quick word bro that was was like quick word not even hey can i talk to you for a second it was quick word bro okay. and then Ivan says, keeps saying, says, says, you come here, basically. 
and then they argue semantics of who's going to come to who, and then they end up meeting in the middle with their noses in each other's face. This is the most random <laughs> Just like Aaron's introduction to us in Katie's season. Yeah, yeah. This guy came out of nowhere. I don't understand. I just... Uh, he, and when did Ivan get balls like that? <laughs> like, like, when did he think that it was cool to, like, be, like, usually I feel like if somebody on the island is, like, quick word, bro, that person is usually like, oh, for sure, yeah, where are we going? And then they yell at each other. Ivan was immediately like, no, I'm not going, I'm not coming, no. I think he, he knew, he obviously knew what this was about. Exactly. That's exactly why he acted that way. Because he knew. And <laughs> he didn't even try to fake it. He was like, I want to stir this up. And I think I think my favorite part of this is now if you have children, you might want to mute for a second and a minute. And he I think it was so funny he kept calling him a little bitch boy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, said, he said it like ten times. He said he's just a little bleep boy. He's acting like a little bleep boy. I'm just like, bro, quit saying it. That's so demeaning to call right. someone that. It was so ridiculous. Like, everything about this was hilarious. Um, the fact that their noses are almost nose to nose. And then, uh, this is when I just saw this. Um, Aaron says to Ivan, why is your lip quivering? <laughs> why is your lip quivering, bro? Like, I heard it. I died laughing as it went to, you know, the close of the episode. Yeah. Uh, so, lip quiver? so this is how we end the episode. It seems like from the previews from next week that uh, Ivan and Chelsea may have participated in some uh, shady off-screen actions at the hotel. But why does Wells have to get involved? Why does he have to get involved like HR? Because little John left and there's no one left. But Wells is straight up like HR in it. Like, Ivan, do you have something to tell me? Tell me where on the doll did Chelsea touch you? Like, that's what I felt like. This was it. Like, what, what's happening is they realized that they needed an adult. And Wells is the closest thing they had to an adult. Although we're I was probably like wondering where the heck Wells was last night. Like, besides talking to Kendall. Yeah. Honestly, I think in that situation, we didn't really need Wells. We really needed more Becca. Because Becca's... This is this was Becca's job for months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dif- diffusing unnecessary quals between people that she doesn't care about or want to date in any way. Right. Right. Like, she could have been like, guys, I've got, I've got some experience in this. Here we go. <laughs> she, she's Becca's like, no, y'all wanted me. Like, I'm here to chill. I'm here to make out with comments. <laughs> Wells is like, hey, Becca, can you help? She's like, slipping him out. She goes, nope, sucks to suck. Right, right. She's like, y'all got me here. This is my vacation. <laughs> she, she leans back in her chair. Good luck with that. And she throws back a mimosa. <laughs> that sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. <laughs> Uh, but that's how we end the episode. It seems like next week's going to be a little crazy, but unfortunately yeah. I believe that seems to be the last episode we have unless they're going to surprise us. Cause I think they said it's three hours. Yeah, it's three hours. So well, let me just pull up my calendar again. Three hours on the 28th. Yes. And then we've got two weeks in between. Man. Uh, so two things. I forgot that we do have news. Yes. Uh, are, yes well, we have, we have two news. One Bachelor news, one personal news. The Bachelor news is that we have leaked. We have a leaked Bachelor. Oh, yeah. That's our news and notes. I don't know. I don't know how we move past it, but it seems that somehow it must have been leaked because Rob Mills is just... Mike Fleiss or Rob Mills, one of the two, was just, like, giving random hints. hints. So, clearly, the news has already gotten out. Mm-hmm. But and we talked about it, we talked about it last, on last week's episode. Remember? We talked but, about it and how then we had our big discussion about how and you presented a good theory, as so I thought. <laughs> and then, right. I, then I proceeded to try to cling to 
then you then convinced me that to let go of it because it was a good idea and it's gonna be an exciting bachelor. <laughs> right. But I you know, you you made a good point though, like that we they're testing our audience. Like why would they give us a bachelor that we know anything about? Why would that happen? Right. And I was like, Yeah, maybe you're right, Brendan. Maybe you're right. And then two days later from like very legitimate very legitimate outlets we're getting the fact that it's this guy from Eureka, Missouri named Clayton Eureka. Eckard. Clayton Eckard. Uh, Clayton Eckard is from about 45 minutes south of where I am currently sitting in Eureka, Missouri, yeah. about 45 minutes south of St. Louis. Uh, I he, he gave me into Six Flags for free. Probably. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be the king of Eureka now. But he played mm-hmm. high school at Eureka, then played high played football at the, his high school, then played football for the University of Missouri. And a friend told me last week, apparently he was briefly on the Seattle Seahawks. Of course. The guy, all of the guys that are like 35th string end up being like contestants of The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but he, it just came completely out of nowhere. Uh, I was just seeing. I was just so seeing. There was all some this... validity to my. There was some validity to the things that I was hearing. I just wasn't hearing them from like actual real outlets. I was hearing them from like, you know, a little spoiler here and a little spoiler there, until freaking Variety came out with it, and then you're like, oh, guess well, guess it's real. Yeah, uh, but that he Clayton Eckard seems to be our new bachelor. He will be on Michelle's season. So definitely be watching out for him. So obviously he's not winning. Yeah. Did you catch a glimpse of him in uh, the preview last night? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Big handsome guy. See why they picked mm-hmm. him. I am a little let down though, because how like how far does he get? And also, you know, am I going to watch this and be sad that he, you know, watching them build a connection? Knowing in my head they're not going to end up together. They're not going to. Well, I don't think we'll be. I think we're not going to be watching it from that perspective. We're going to be watching it from the perspective of let's get to know everything we can about this guy because obviously he means something. Wouldn't it be funny if he leaves like night one? (laughs) And he just made the bachelor anyway. It's like a total, a total um, twist. That would be funny. He doesn't even make it. Far. That would be funny. Okay. Uh, I would almost love that. Like I'd be like, oh, didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> That's why they have to tell us now because he's not he's not going to be on screen long enough for us to care. Right. So they're like, oh, there he is. <laughs> now he's gone. Yeah. Um, wow. Our other news is that we Ernie and I are excited to announce we are partnering with an app for the aforementioned Michelle season. You can download the app on your phone. The app is called the Rose League. Uh, what it is basically, it's a uh, if if any of you do fantasy football, it's a it's like an auction style, where mm-hmm. like for instance, I'm using it for Bachelor in Paradise. I have a hundred dollars basically, and everyone that's currently on the season is worth an assigned amount of money and you have to spend you you have a hundred dollars to spend on six people so like kenny and thomas are both worth 22 bucks and you get down to joe who's worth six bucks Why so is joe worth six joe dr joe not grocery store oh, joe. okay i was like what was grocery like, store joe, joe grocery store joe is priceless well actually he's not where where is he? Where did he go? Grocery store Joe, according to this, is worth twenty bucks. Huh? How did they assign value? I think based on just like screen time and mm. and everything. So like for instance, next week you can get huge value at Ivan for eight bucks. Oh Ivan wow. is gonna be in some mess. Yeah. So lock Ivan in at eight bucks, and then you have ninety two dollars to fill out the rest of your spot. So basically, that's how the league works. So for I'm Michelle's season, this, yeah, I, I was just gonna say I'm excited about this because we've obviously we've been 
trying to figure out ways to like bring the audience into this whole thing. Um, and also come up with, like we said last week, some really cool ways to uh, give back to you guys. Yes. You know, some prizes. Yes. Which will be involved. We're figuring out logistics of everything. You're going to have to show me how to use this. We, 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 you're the one who's, you're the veteran in this Rose League thing. We, maybe I can do a video and I can, we can, we can post it on our Twitter and our Instagram of how to Ooh. work the Rose League app. But we were excited. We will be a featured league on their page yeah. when we get everything set up. You will just be able to go to their leagues, type in podcasting for the right reasons, and we will be a featured partner with the Rose League for Michelle's season. And hopefully, we're so just go, about this. and hopefully going forward, uh, we're going to work it out for. And then each week, you earn points based on how your people perform. Like mm-hmm. if you cry, you lose points. But if you walk around in a bikini and they have to black box your butt, you get points for that. You gain points. Okay. You, I know you've mentioned this to me yeah. throughout like several seasons already. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to partner with them. I'm pumped to just partner. I'm glad that this worked out. I'm glad that, like, you know, when we were having our, our discussions about just ideas of what we wanted to do with you guys, this is going to be something super fun. Um, and very interactive. Uh, yeah. yeah. So currently in the main Bachelor Nation League, the winner, the person in the lead at this point has 1,624 points, averaging 180 points a week. I am in 3,721st place out of 6,932. 6, Not bad. So you're halfway. You're halfway so there. in the main league, that's where I'm at, and then I think we'll probably try to find a way to, uh, maybe to, I think to like counteract spoilers, we just mm-hmm. maybe do like a take the top ten people at the end, and then we randomize from there for whatever our prize yeah. is. Yeah, I'll bring back the randomizer. Bring back the randomizer. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, we will be putting this clip out on Twitter, announcing our partnership. So we'll get them involved. And just if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to DM probably the Twitter because the owner of our Instagram knows nothing about this app. I just told you, I don't know anything. I'm so, literally, again, like the Joe and Kendall thing. I'm with you guys on this. So don't DM the Instagram, DM the Twitter at, at right I reasons. I only pod. said it on the brainstorming session. I don't know how to use this. <laughs> okay. If you have questions, you can DM the Rose League. When I asked them about this, they got back to me super quick. And you can also you DM did. right reasons pod on Twitter. I've had people DM me before. So the DMs are open. Uh, so you, you and I had this conversation. I was glad that the connection like was built so fast because you and I had this, this conversation last Wednesday. Yes. And then I woke up the next morning to a follow from the Rose league. So that connection was already made. And then like that day you were like, all right, we heard back. So yes, it was great. So, I'm, so I'm for really, sure, I'm really excited about this uh, super exciting. If you followed us and you might've seen it, we got an extra follow. So that's pretty exciting for us. Uh, we will, we probably won't announce, we probably won't have the league set up by next week, but keep an eye on know. both. Uh, we'll have links in both bios to our specific league. And then I'll make the pin tweet for a few weeks, the link to the league. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. We'll keep talking about it and we'll let you guys know. So we will we'll keep, keep you all. Informed. Yes. We will keep you informed. Anything else, Ernie? No, I think that's it. I'm just really wondering if Aaron is going to punch Ivan in that ring little lip of his. We'll see. I don't think so. I think they're just going to, cont- I think they're just going to, I think they're just going to talk a lot of stuff and then not do anything. I think that's what's going to happen. Ugh. Gosh, if it's just three hours of lameness, I'm over. All right. Well, well, you can't be over too much because we still have to talk about it. So you have to watch a little bit. Fine. (laughs) All right. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at the aforementioned Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. 
And please, mm-hmm. four bucks a month on our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcasting for that reasons. Uh, it makes we it We know easy. you guys are out there. We know you guys are interested. You guys keep on keeping on um, just conversing on Instagram and liking a bunch of stuff on Twitter and everything. We know that you guys care. So Yeah, it's yeah. it makes it easier. It makes the prize pools better for these types of events. If you give us your money in an attempt to win some of it back. It's like gambling. <laughs> Just give us your money. <laughs> give us your money. Please give us your... We are... In the, in terms of the Bernie Sanders mean, we are once again asking for your cash. <laughs> Love it. Right. Bye, Ernie. All right. Bye. Bye, guys.